Praise the Lord. This is Psalm for the day, coming to you from the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Central Parish, Abuja. We bless the name of the Almighty God, the one who has made this world real in our lives, the one who has decided to come to us early in the morning, like this. We are, we are looking at Psalm 119, verse 105 to verse 112. Psalm 119, verse 105 to 112. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I have sworn and I will perform it that I will keep thy righteous judgments. I am afflicted very much. Quicken me, O Lord, according unto thy word. Accept. I pray thee, the free will offerings of my mouth, O Lord, and teach me thy judgments. My soul is continually in my hand, yet I do I not forget thy law. The wicked have laid a snare for me, yet I heard not from thy precepts. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform thy statutes always even unto the end. We bless the Lord for the power that is in the world. Here we see the psalmist saying to us, Thy word, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. A question occurred to my heart as I was reading this particular passage and I was preparing this meditation. All of a sudden, I began to ask myself, why does an individual will say, your word is a lamp unto my feet? Why do you need light? Why do you need lamp at any particular point in time? Now, this person wouldn't have said, your word is a lamp unto my feet. He wouldn't have said, I need light if there is no darkness. There was darkness all around him. And all of a sudden, the need, the necessity of light became so strong that he was able to say, Lord, your word is a lamp unto my feet. In the beginning, the Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. Genesis chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light. And it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Take note of the word that the Bible has used there. The Bible isn't saying that God took away darkness. But the Bible says he divided, he separated light from darkness. When he created light... On that particular day, on the surface of the earth, when light came forth, there was still darkness there. So, but he separated them and he gave his ordinance, he gave his command. When darkness will manifest, when light will manifest. And this is very important for us to understand. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 14 to 16, Genesis 1, 14 to 16, the Bible tells us that God made lights in the firmament of the heaven. He made lights. And what's the purpose? That they would divide the day from the night. And that they would be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. 
And the Bible again says, so that there will, there will be light in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. He made two great lights. That's in verse 16. The greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. It's important for us to understand that there was darkness here, thick darkness upon the surface of the earth. But God decided that he wants light and he separated light from darkness. In your light, in your life today, in the name that's above every other name, living God himself will separate light from darkness. Every form of darkness that have been, that have been troubling your life, I can assure you that as the light of God is coming in now, every darkness will be separated from your life in the name of Jesus. Now, when this individual says, the, the, the word is the lamp unto my feet, what is he actually saying? He say, I cannot live without your word. I need your word in this dark world because the truth is that the world in which we live is dark. It's a dark wilderness. It's a very funny place. It's a place where you can't find your way except with the word. And that's why every believer must know the importance of having the word in his or life. You must eat the word until it becomes every part of your being because you are what you eat. It's what you eat that determines exactly what will happen in your body, in your system. It's what you eat that builds up your body. In the same way, when you eat the word, it will build up your spirit man and then you become strong for, for the Almighty God. You, should, you must meditate in it until you become the word and the word, and the word becomes you. Until everything that proceeds out of you is the word of God. You must study it until every decision is based on the word. You see, when you eat the word, when you meditate in the word, when you study it, you will discover that it's, um, it, be it becomes easier for you to make decisions based on the word. Believers today are going through several crises because many of their decisions are not based on the word. Oh, that, that, we are not saying that they are not going to church. You go to church. You hear sermons. But sometimes, your decision is based on what some, somebody says, not on what the Bible says. You see, when you, when you take your decision based on the word, you will discover that every aspect of your life will be ruled by the word. Your marriage will be ruled by, your, by the word. Your business will be ruled by the word. Your relationship will be ruled by the world. Your friendship will be ruled by the world. It's important that you know that is exactly what God wants to accomplish in your life. And I can assure you, you will have exceedingly great success if you can begin to practice this. Several times I've seen people will tell me, oh, this individual that, we, that, that, are, that are married, oh, we met in the church. The fact that you have met in the church does not mean that it is the best for you. Because if you have applied the word, you, might, you will have seen something in his life that will tell you, this person is not the right person for me. You will have seen some habits that will tell you, this person is not a child of light. But because many of us sisters, we are looking for brothers. We are looking, many of us brothers, we are looking for sisters. And we do not know that this person is not a child of light, even though he's coming to church. So at the end of the day, we get, we find ourselves in crisis. And then we begin to tell stories. My friend, you don't have to tell stories. All you need to do is to soak yourself in the world. 
when you soak yourself in the word, it will be clear, crystal clear, who you can marry, who you cannot marry. Can two walk together, except they be agreed? That's what the Bible says in Amos chapter 3, verse 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 to 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 to 16. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? What communion has light with darkness? It will be clear if this individual belongs to darkness. It will be clear. You don't have to go far before you will know. Sometimes when I begin to listen to testimonies of people who are looking for justification to get out of their marriage, to break their marriage, you, you begin to wonder, oh, is it just today that I've discovered that? When you were caught in, didn't you know? Oh, they will tell you, hey, I have an idea. I've seen one or two things. Then, when you have seen someone one or two things, why did you go into it? Can two work together except they be agreed? Soak yourself in the world. Your world is a lamp unto my feet. When the word of God becomes a lamp to your feet, your decisions will be based on the word and you will not make mistakes. My father, I want to thank you today for the power that is in your word. I want to thank you for this individual who is listening at this time unto the word of life. I pray, my father, my God, that every decision that we will make after today will be based on the word. I pray, King of glory, that as this person is listening now, my Lord and my God, we pray that everything that is wrong, that you will put it right yourself. We pray, Lord God of heaven, that the grace to soak ourselves in the word, the grace to meditate in the word until it becomes us and we become the word, grant us that grace, O God. Lord, I pray that none of us will be lazy as believers from today. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.